Welcome to The Bolt, the official podcast of Trinity Basin Preparatory, a charter school in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where we share interesting stories and strategies from across our district. I'm Connor Rogers. With me as always is my co-host, Mr. Trey. Hey, Connor. How are you doing today? Man. Okay. I was going to challenge you not to say excited because we always start with I I deliberately (laughs) said in my mind, I've got a word. I'm not going to say excited. So I am actually feeling energized. Okay. Um, so we've been doing this, uh, Panola, we've been doing this wellness challenge. Okay. And so we, we just ended the first week, got three more weeks left. But so I've been working out more. And uh, today I actually was the first day I went swimming, swimming laps. Really? So, yeah. It's And I haven't been since September because they, they renovated the pool at my gym. So this is the first or second week it's been open. So I am, I am beat. But I, like it's a good beat, you know? Yeah. But yeah. like uh, it's... Almost four o'clock, which tells me you had to do this. What? How early this morning were you swimming? I was in the water at five fifty a.m. Good gosh! Yeah, wow. so, better you than me. That's no, yeah, okay. Congratulations, though. That's Thank that's you. a huge feat. But I'm, I'm gonna wanna... I'm gonna issue this challenge on Mike. Okay. Oh, gosh. So one of the weekly challenges, because like there's the wellness challenges four weeks, and each week there's like main categories like eating healthy, exercise, etc. But then each week has its own special like mini challenge in it. Mm-hmm. So one of the challenges is going to be to exercise with a buddy. Oh, gosh. So would you want to be my exercise buddy for that week? When do we have to do this? When is this week? Um, I'll let you know about it. You can't but, give me any kind of specific. Well, I think it's. I think okay. It's gonna be the first week of February. I am out that week. Ugh, Connor. I wish you had told no, me sooner. No, no, no. We're going <laughs> no. to a conference together. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> so you can't. <sighs> yeah. Nuts. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I've let's, been. Let's do something. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. You had to do this on air. So now it's like, it's ironclad. This, this contract like 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes of working out. Okay, cool. You can I know I can minutes. do it. I can do 20. I can do 20 minutes. 20 no, minutes. Ju- no judgment. No judgment zone, right? No, no. Of okay. course not. The only, only judgment in the affirmative that I judge you to be awesome. Beautiful. I love so. it. So. Okay, so that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? And don't say excited. I'm not excited. I'm more than excited. No, I'm feeling energized as well. Um, yeah, yeah, we're doing we're doing good things. We, uh, yeah, I, no, I feel good. I'm okay, sorry, I don't okay. have anywhere to go with that, but I feel good. <laughs> okay, I feel okay. good. All right. Um, I don't feel 20 laps at a pool good, but I feel good. 20 laps? 16, 16, 16. laps, yeah. You'll get there one day. Come, keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's half a mile. <laughs> 16 laps. Come on, I'm man. Kidding. No, that's uh, awesome. I'm just going to run two miles real quick. Yeah, real quick. Um, all right. So we had something exciting happen to us. Mm-hmm. We had a student email in. Yes. Yeah, so I was actually at Walmart checking out or getting groceries or something. <laughs> Shout out to Walmart. I don't know if we can. It's a public sponsor. But anyway, I'm standing Low there. prices. Always. <laughs> always. Um, I'm standing there at the self-checkout, and my phone goes off, and it says, Hey, just wanted to tell you guys something, you know, really great job and listen to the podcast. I listened to the first episode and I was like, who is this? And then I realized it was just like a Gmail account and it's a student. It's apparently. a student. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. We so have a we student fan. We can't identify the student on air, sure. but uh, the sa- same student also did see me in the hallway and talked to me about it. And yeah. he said he was shocked that I knew a Taylor Swift album <laughs> because we referenced 1989 or yeah. 19- yeah. 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 The first episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. so you're not, not bopping up and down the hall singing Taylor Swift, I guess. No, no. Mm. Um, and it, and if I was, I would just shake it off. Yeah, you know? very nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, but it was funny because the student, I was like, how did you hear about the podcast? And he said he saw the sticker on my laptop. No way. So, and he's like, yeah. So I looked it up from there. Hey, Manolo, good job on the sticker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Um, well, very cool. And so, hey, we, we want to encourage everyone to, not just students, uh, to reach us at the Bolt. At trinitybasin.net, if you, we'd love to hear your feedback. So, yeah. and so we're it's also exciting. doing this. We're also doing this challenge where we're gonna. Um, if you email in to us at mm-hmm. thebolt at trinitybasin.net, trinitybasin.net. Yep. 
uh, you're you're gonna get a sticker. Yeah. You're gonna get a T-shirt and a mug and, oh, and a bumper oh, no. sticker. No, no, I'm just kidding. We're gonna, our marketing we're, department is listening and getting us all these things. No, so email email in. We'll give you some stickers. Leave us a review on iTunes. All that stuff helps. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, we love seeing seeing and hearing from you. We'll guys. send you some bolt swag. We, we're getting mugs though, right? I like, think so. Yeah, we we've sent away or at least uh, Manolo's done some mock-ups and we're we're okay. we're looking into it. Yeah, we'd like to get some bolt mugs. I, I want I want mugs. Oh. No one's gonna take us seriously if we don't have mugs. Yeah. Who are we? You if know. We don't have mugs. All right. All right. So then um, speaking. of of students mm-hmm. we at the jefferson campus which is where we're recording today yeah why don't you tell us what's been going on here so they are doing a really cool thing are we talking about the biz kids yeah. project mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i've seen this for a couple of years um the biz kids project where students come up with a a product a business um and we had one of our our, our teachers here at the middle school campus uh just kind of ma- you know nonchalantly asked for some help uh, nonchalantly asked me for some help with, uh, you know, some social media stuff that the kids were working on. And he just kind of said, yeah, they're working on a podcast. And my eyes lit up. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> did um, someone say did podcast? Someone say podcast? <laughs> yeah. And I was, yeah, it, it was, it was really cool. And I asked him what they were doing. And uh, we have a group of students. There's a, a production team of this group that's working on uh, something called Teen Cast, where they're going to tackle some uh, issues that are facing kids today. Uh, and it's really exciting. So we, uh, we're going to meet with them and follow them through their journey, yeah. see what they're doing and how they're doing it, and maybe help them out, point them out, uh, give them some tips along the way. Yeah, so you'll you'll hear from them probably in this episode. We're going to yep. kind of lump them in because it was a shorter segment. Um, you'll hear from them, and they'll just tell you about And then we're going to follow up with them later on after their project is done to kind of mm-hmm. see what they've learned from their, their own podcasting experience. So it was pretty cool. The future of the Bolt podcast. For real, for real. Um, So yeah, you're going to hear from them, I think, first or second. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We can edit that later. So you'll hear from the students. And then we have this other guy, Joe Sanfilippo. Talk about energized. So tell me again how how we found this gentleman. Um, So the assistant principals, I think Leslie Austin brought him in to speak to the assistant principals or something. But Mm -hmm. he presented in front of the assistant principals. And they all came back and would not shut up about, you got to get this guy on the podcast. You got to get this guy. Oh, my gosh. You got to get this guy. Um, and I think Leslie sent me his email and was like, talk to him. He's he's into being on the podcast. And he is very efficient with his emails. Yeah, very <laughs> like, efficient. Like two words, four exclamation points. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. like I said, hey, you want to be on our podcast? Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And, um, yeah, we got him. So, and we got him. Uh, so, yeah, he's very, very energetic. He's a superintendent in Wisconsin. And I'll let him just kind of tell his own story. But his main kind of three points that he always talks about always is um, – be intentional, open doors, and build each other up. So that's kind of the structure that you'll hear um, that he's going to go for. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's hear from him now. This is Joe Sanfilippo from the Fall Creek District in Fall Creek, Wisconsin. Or our students. <laughs> or. So, and so let's hear from our students with the Biz Kids program. So we are joined by two of our own TBP students. The most important part of TBP. I mean, this This this, is great. This is why we do that. They are the shareholders, as promised in our first episode. Absolutely. Episode one. Yeah. They are doing an interesting project and they kind of got, we kind of got informed about. Yeah. We got told about the the Biz Kids program, which you're familiar with or you've heard of at least before, right? It's right. uh, So yeah, Biz Kids, and maybe you guys can tell us more about what Biz Kids is. It's basically a, a project that students have to kind of start their own business, come up with a business plan and do all the financing, right? Is that kind of what Biz Kids does? Okay. So you guys... For biz kids, you got to choose your own project. Uh, yes, we got to choose our project. Okay, 
And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what project you've chosen? Okay, so our project that we have been doing is called TeenCast, which is a podcast and video social um, platform, which we could talk about teen problems like sexual identity and anxiety. And the reason why we did this is because teens don't listen to adults or anybody else that like suffering with it. So they will talk to teens for like, and our um, motto is like teens, like teen videos for teens. Teen videos for teens. I like that. That's catchy. First of all, yeah, we're already on board because it's a podcast, but what a great, uh, what a great message and what a great uh, thing you're doing. That's that's an awesome idea. Yeah. To to help people. I mean, that's, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious, are, are podcasts, are they more for like old people like us? Because I didn't, I didn't know that young people listen to podcasts. I don't know. I think podcasts could be for like any ages because you never know. A twenty-five-year-old man could be depressed and like not know what to do. Like he could be like very suicidal and he can't reach out to anyone. Mm-hmm. So we like kind of like sorted this podcast into like teenagers, but anybody can listen to it. That's great. That's wonderful. Open audience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you guys, um, what, what kind of plan do you have so far in place? So right now we were like choosing like three topics that we were going to first, like our first three episodes basically. And we've chosen, uh, depression, uh, bullying and sexual identity. Wow. Those are some heavy, heavy topics, but but worth, worth discussing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. All right, cool. And then, so how are you going to go about releasing them? Um, right now we're just like working on the script, so okay. we don't really know. Oh, so you guys are doing the questions. Yeah. Oh, so they like us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pre pre production, we call yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So how do you like? What's that? What's a what's a meeting like where you guys are all just sitting? Everyone's just throwing down questions, or how's that yeah, work? Yeah, we're just um throwing down ideas of, and we're like um searching it up and researching what we could put for our scripts. And then we just write it down and um, we just practice like what it would be like for the actors okay. to what they're saying. Very cool. Very cool. This is great. Yes, yeah. it is. No, they, I'm, I mean, they're probably going to take over for us in, in like the next <laughs> look, two episodes. We're looking so. at the future of the bolt right in front of us. Yeah. This is amazing. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll oh, see. All right. Okay, all right. Okay, take okay. it easy there, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all the time we have for right now. Yeah. Because we, we actually have another podcast recording scheduled. But what we want to do is if it's okay with you guys, we'd like to follow you kind of like we've got you at the beginning of your project and come back in and record with you guys at the end so like we can talk after the project what you learned how it how it's how it's been and then how we can help you release it too yeah okay yeah. sounds great we want right. to hear what you guys have been working on so knock them dead yeah all right that's awesome that thank you great. thank you so much thank you thanks guys All right, so um, Joe, why don't you just tell us first a little bit about Fall Creek, Wisconsin, and your district, and kind of the work you've you've just been doing. So Fall Creek, Wisconsin, is a fantastic place. It's a uh, it's a, a village of thirteen hundred people. There's a uh, the school district's eight hundred and fifty kids, all under one roof, all fantastic pre K uh, through twelfth grade kids, all in one spot. So really fantastic place to be. I mean, outside of lunch, lunch gets to be kind of crazy. But other than that, it's a really good place to be, you know, high school kids working with elementary kids. It's just a really, really uh, interesting, you know, situation and that kind of thing. So it's cool. And, you, and you're the superintendent, right? I am, yep. Okay. I'm the superintendent. I've been here. This is my ninth superintendent year and uh, tenth year overall in Fall Creek. So it's a wonderful place. Oh, great. Well, you, you kind of got on our radar because you spoke to our assistant principals and everyone we talked to is like, oh my gosh, this guy Joe is amazing. You got to get him on the podcast. He's super cool. So 
you must have charmed them yeah. and they're not an easy group of people to charm so that's fine yeah they, they were fantastic so it was good to talk to them and uh hopefully we can connect with them again in the future and kind of connect and do do things a little bit differently that'd be fun okay great and then you're um you mentioned that you have like your three kind of big points that you want to hit is um being intentional opening doors and building each other up so is that kind of where you want yep. to focus our conversation today perfect sense yep that's perfect okay so let's talk about being intentional being intentional about what the way you dress yeah absolutely because as you can see i look fantastic in a hoodie on a friday so yeah it's <laughs> definitely that but i think the thing that we talk about when it comes to being intentional is that there are all these interactions that happen throughout the course of the day week month year whatever and we're not really intentional about what those things really are like we just go to the next thing because it's the next thing and the more that we're intentional about what that looks like the better chance we have to have an impact on the work that happens around us so we've been talking a lot about the impact of every interaction and all of these interactions matter because one of these interactions is going to be the one that they talk about 15 years from now so if you think about it like that if you think about if you acknowledge that during an eight hour day there's 960 30 second opportunities to connect with people that gives you more intentionality in terms of the work that you do so you're kind of invested in that moment at that particular time and I don't love that I walk into every interaction knowing that that might be the one that they talk about for the rest of their lives, but I acknowledge that it's real. And if I acknowledge that it's real, now I'm in that place where I can treat that interaction differently because it might be the one that they talk about forever. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, yeah, but yeah, huge. someone's going to remember that interaction forever. For I want to sure. I want to go back and redo some of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, could you give me an example of maybe like you interacting with a student or a way that you were intentional with that interaction with a student or a teacher? Oh yeah. So, the th so sometimes you don't even know about it, but you kind of keep like the intentionality is that when I, when I walk down the hallway, I'm really intentional about making sure that I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings. Like for instance, I'll, when I walk down the hallway, I always pick up at least two pieces of trash always, no matter what, two pieces of trash, throw them away. And I always do it in areas where I'm going to be seen. So people know that that's happening. And one day, I remember once I did it, I had this principal, I was doing this principal of the day thing. So I had this little uh, kindergartner who was a principal of the day. And he's walking around with me and, you know, we're walking to classrooms and doing things here and there, saying hi to people. And I was walking down the hallway and I picked up two pieces of trash and threw them away. And when, and I didn't think anything of it, you know, I just kind of did it. And then the kid was in class with his in the school with his dad like a week after and he's walking down the hallway and he starts picking up some trash and his dad's like, What are you doing? And and Jacob, the young man, said, Oh, this is just what we do here. This is how we work. And hmm. you know what? That's a kindergarten kid that just saw me pick up two pieces of trash and then he started doing it and then other people started doing it too. So we're just really intentional. And it the intentionality isn't as much picking up the trash, but picking up the trash in places where people know that they're gonna that you're gonna be seen so they know that it's happening. What a wonderful story. That's an amazing example for a little kindergartner. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Kind of setting the precedent of making that kind of second nature. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And then sure. um, you also mentioned, I think, when you talked to the assistant principals that uh, the importance of like sharing, sharing your story. And so what it tell us about like, what, how do we how do you share your story? So the thing about schools that people everybody wants, like the magic bullet or whatever the silver bullet the magic antidote or whatever to fix what schools with you know the culture of schools and everybody's looking for the culture of schools and the culture's got to be great and let's talk about culture and why don't we talk about culture the, culture's <laughs> gonna be this and that. the thing the, the thing about culture that people need to understand is it's not even the culture of the school it's the culture the story of the school so when you think about this it's like we always think about making sure that everybody's story has 
value. And we do that by building a culture of storytellers where people are willing to tell their own story because if they're willing to tell their own story, they believe that it has value and therefore they can value somebody else's story. Meaning, like, let's just say you get into this spot where, like, you, so so let's say three fifth grade teachers. Okay, so three fifth grade teachers are in this area. One fifth grade teacher has a really great idea. The fifth grade teacher goes to the other fifth grade teachers and says, I got this really great idea. It's this really great idea. It's going to be a fantastic idea. It's this really great idea, right? And the other two fifth grade teachers are like, don't do that. Because if you do that, then I'm going to have to do that. And I don't think I want to do that, so don't do that, right? So then one of two things happens. Either the teacher goes back to her classroom and does that thing and doesn't tell anybody about it, or she doesn't do it because she's afraid of what her colleagues are going to say. Her colleagues don't want her to do that thing because they think they're going to have to do it because that's the story that's being told as opposed to what their story is, even if their story has value. If nobody's talking about that story, then nobody's going to know that it's happening. And then everything gets like, well, we'll do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, right? When people's story has value, then they can talk about it and want to talk about it moving forward. And then people know what's going on. You don't have to change everything every day because they think something else is better. Yeah, no, and that I've definitely seen that in my experience too, where, where a teacher throws out an idea and maybe it's not well received. And that's one of the things I love about our district is that it is receptive to to change, and we have so many great innovators in our district. So that's that's pretty cool, pretty cool example. Um, and you also were talking about um, like using social media as part of the way to tell your story, right? You know, you're pretty active on Twitter. And... Yeah, we got a pretty active you know following at this point for our district and what we're doing with the Go Crickets hashtag and everything that goes along with it. And I think, so the Go Crickets hashtag comes from the fact that we are the, you know, Fall Creek is the home of the crickets. Yes, the crickets, the mighty crickets. We will annoy you. That's all you do. We will take you down in an annoying fashion. But, you know, from a unique mascot, we have this, now we've created this brand that people want to be part of. And that's been really fun because not only do you tell the story of what's happening in your space, but it gives people in your space value of what their story is. So when they go places, they want to wear the stuff. They want to do. They want to make sure that people know that they're from Fall Creek because their story has value. So we give them their, you know, we give them the the, the t-shirt. We give them this the you know the stress balls, the hat, whatever, and they feel like they're part of it moving forward because they want to, you know, they want to tell that story over and over again. So we use social media a lot to connect. But the thing about social media that people don't understand is they forget the first word in social media all the time, right? They forget the social part of social mm. media where you have Very to be true. interacting with these people all the time as opposed to just posting stuff and making it a bulletin board. Because when it's just a bulletin board, then people don't really care about it nearly as much, right? Mm-hmm. Like 80% of the voting public don't have kids in school. So if 80% of the voting public don't have kids in school, then 80% of the voting public are making a judgment about you based on what happened to them when they were in school. Or to their kids when their kids were in school. And then that becomes the story of who you are. And until you figure out ways to change the way that looks, you're going to lay victim to everybody else's story about who they think you are. So that's why we tell stories. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're very intentional about that social media as well. So it kind of goes back to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember in, oh, our pre- absolutely. in our pre-show meeting, you as a football fan, you it really interested me to, about your uh, the timing, the strategic planning of uh, Packers games, I think you said. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... The thing is, um, the thing about that for, for us is that you just want to be really intentional about when you're sending stuff out. And so you use the analytics to see when things are going to be looked at. And we know that in on 
on Sundays in, in Wisconsin from 12 to 3, everybody's watching a Packer game. Mm-hmm. We also know that when the Packer game goes to commercial, everybody goes to their phone to check their social media feed. So what if we're there sitting there retweeting stuff from the district during the mid, during the commercials of the Packer games, and then we're the first thing that gets talked about, you know, whenever wherever people are. So we just were really intentional about what that really looks like. We run a bunch of contests so people know who we are, that kind of thing. And, we just want to make sure that we're in people's thought process all the time. I do these little one-minute walk-to-work videos where I just walk to school and talk about some leadership stuff. And in those one-minute walk-to-work, they're actually a minute and a half. In those, in that minute and a half, because I live across the street from school and I walk to school, I make sure that I put myself in a position where there's literally six Fall Creek or Go Crickets drops in a minute and a half. So if 50,000 people had that, not maybe that this week, 40,000 people watched the, the video. So 40,000 people watched this video and 40,000 people hear Go Cricket six times in a minute and a half. Wow. So we're just really intentional about it. That's, and a little peek behind the curtain, we're actually uh, recording this uh, a couple weeks before the Super Bowl. I want to say my condolences to your Packers. Um, but uh, as a Cowboys fan, I'm not I'm not too upset about it. You know, you know, That's so. right. I, w- I wish we could play the Cowboys all the time, man. That's like you know, you put Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys. Do you do you realize that the reason that Mike McCarthy got hired is because he had more wins in that playoff wins in that building than Jason Garrett did? Like that's a good feeling for you guys. You're welcome for that, right? I'm excited. Yeah, we'll got two wins. We will see how it goes. Pretty good about that. <laughs> we will a see Super how it goes. Bowl win there. He's got a playoff win there. You know, with 45 seconds left, you know, down still one crazy. Yeah, still gotta have somebody to, to chuck it downfield. I'm sorry, Connor. We kind of hijacked. No, the turn no, this no. I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah. You go right ahead. You, you, you got the right quarterback. You're all set. Well, no, we're we're good. Fantastic. We're okay. Um, you know, I was actually. Is it, is it true that is it true that the emblem, like the 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 Cowboys emblem, that's a rating, not an emblem? Is that right? Oh, that all right, all right. That's pretty Are good. we recording this in the late nineties? Yeah. Is that when we're recording this? Is that when they're relevant? Are we really going to do this today? No, listen, hey, You're... there's nothing you can say that I haven't heard. We, I've heard all the Cowboys jokes. And I I I embrace them. Bring it. Makes us stronger. No, it's all right, bring it. I, I love. It. I got a lot of Cowboys fans in my world and i care about them dearly but at the same time i'm not going to stop making fun of no. them for anything in the world we wouldn't, want you, to. We wouldn't <laughs> want you to no that's, that's right that's right anyway so go sports yeah. yes so <laughs> the so the thing that but but what we do is we try to find where our people live and then when we find where our people live we want to make sure that we're in those spots like when some people say to me like well, all they need to do is go to a district website. Like everything's on the district website. Just go to the district. Like nobody's going to the district website and navigating that mess, yeah. right? Like you want to make sure that you're in the social places where people are, so then they can they can you know you know celebrate when when you get them there, right? Like get them go to their social because that's where they are, and send them to the website. But at least you're going to where they are, and then that helps the conversation. So do you? Ha- how do you incentivize that? Do you just like tweet out a link or say, like? like some catchy title, like, hey, click on this for more information. Like what, what's your, how do you hook them in? Uh, we just try, like we ask questions like, hey, are you thinking about whatever? You think about enrolling in school? You're gonna wanna be here. Like, you know, the, or we just try to make things sound a little bit, you know, just as exciting as they can be. We just posted, a, uh, um, we posted a, uh, a, a, we just had a posting for a 4K38 principal here and all we did was we put out a, you know, just a quick little video on why this is the best place to work and you need to be here and you're, you're going to want to be here. And this is the greatest decision you'll ever make and that kind of thing. 
and you throw that one out on Twitter and on Facebook and that gets a lot of, you know, that just gets a lot of momentum and people are talking about it. So, but always with the brand, you know, the brand in the background talking about it, you know, if I, I said in that 55 second video, I said, go crickets four times. I mean, little things like that. You're always like really intentional about it. No, that's good. And I, th I think what, what I'm just now realizing too is, is the shareability of that. So like if I see that and I think of a friend who can do that principal job, like I can just tag him in it or retweet it or whatever, that's, you've already like, right. multi you have that multiplier effect kind of. That's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. So that's what we're trying to, guys. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that it's easily moved. So throw somebody's name in there or throw the link. It's just, we just want to make sure that people know and understand that we're here. No, is it, and I is, mean, think about it. Like, well, I mean, I mean, people. When you think about, if you just think about a posting that would be put on a, uh, a like on a on a web page or whatever. I mean, we're a district literally of 850 kids. How many people are moving to Northwest Wisconsin <laughs> with snow that it's been snowing for four days, right? <laughs> Nobody's moving here unless we make this place enticing, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, when it's four, we didn't we didn't talk about the fact that two weeks ago it was 27 below. We're just, we want to make this place feel like, you know, let's come on out. And we're certainly not going to interview in the winter. So we <laughs> just want to make sure that this is a place that people feel like they want to be. No, that's I, I wish we had some of that snow. It's been uh, not a very cold winter here in yeah. Texas, but oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so not good. You can <laughs> have it. You can have all of it. There's like eight <laughs> inches on the ground flies the last two days. Ugh. Uh, no, so right with now. the social media stuff, is it is it hard to kind of keep up with like, oh, now there's now there's this new app or this new platform or? No, not really. I think one of the things that we, people need to understand is it's about the process and not about the tools. So if you're putting together a process that celebrates kids in multiple in multiple fashions, the tool is going to change and the process doesn't. So if we're always thinking about what the tool looks like and how to get the tool to you know to the most people. And, and you have to be really cognizant of it, right? Like, you know, where, where people live. Our parents live on Facebook, our kids live on Instagram, and our alumni live on Twitter. And our next group of families live on Twitter, too. So those messages can actually be different in terms of what we're looking for. Um, and we don't have – and we have a lot of kids that are – we have a lot of kids on TikTok, but we don't have a lot of, you know, pull on TikTok because our presence isn't high there. And mm -hmm. we don't have a lot to say at this point right there. We want to still make sure that the messaging and marketing – you know, fits the uh, fits what we're trying to get done. Right. And so that, just just because it's cool doesn't mean you're going <laughs> to do it. Like we didn't really embrace Snapchat because we we just didn't feel like that's where we're where our people were living, and then then they're not. So they live in they live on Instagram and they live on on Facebook. So that's where that's where we live with our with our parents. And that's that's what I, you brought up. Kid, the kids and, and social media is that something you kind of have to walk the fine line? Do you engage with? Obviously, you don't want to engage directly with students, but students are going to see what you guys are posting as well. Do you kind of have to push back on on keeping yeah. them away from the the retweets and direct yeah, replies? We, we do it <laughs> right. Well, we know that there are going to be times that they just like they're kids, like they're going yeah. to make mistakes. But the more that you interact with them, then you develop some social capital for that. Like two days ago, I had two two guys on Twitter that were all jacked up because it's finals week and they thought the snow was going to be too much. So they got on Twitter and started saying, Hey, Sam football, it's time to shut it down. No school tomorrow. This is like, you need to shut this thing down. It's ridiculous. My one, one guy said the roads are tougher than my finals. It's time to shut this down. Or whatever, you know? So, I mean, 
But I could just leave that alone or I could respond to it and say, hey, thanks so much for your input. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. And then we can kind of go back and forth. One uh, a senior girl yesterday put on her Twitter page that uh, she said to, to me, directed it to me and said, I'm stuck in my driveway. I can't get to school, you know, whatever. She lives across the street from school, so she's messing around. So, of course, then I just go cry, go outside, take a picture of her house. I'm like, hey, Mal, it looks like your house is right there. It looks like the girls are fine. <laughs> yeah. definitely get here, right? So now we can have this conversation, and, and, uh, and she thought it was funny, and we can kind of have this interaction. And then they know that, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy, too. Like, I understand that my – definitely my, you know, the position comes, comes – that, that they recognize the position – but they also recognize that I'm here for them and want to talk to them and that kind of thing. That's great because I think that can be tricky when interacting right with students and, and, and faculty on social media. So the way that you found a way to kind of uh, engage but still keep it like, you know, completely professional and, and everything. Oh, okay yeah, is great. yeah. Oh, yeah. And always, always in a public place, yeah. always in public. That's forum. great. So that just makes it easier if you're always you're always on the, you know, on the on the page of the of the face of of Twitter or sure. whatever, or respond to a picture on Instagram. At least, you know, you're, you, you know, it's public, public that domain. Right. Well, and, and it's also you with, you're also teaching them social media skills and how to, what's mm-hmm. appropriate and what's not. So they're kind of, you're modeling, just like you're modeling with the trash. Like this is what, just what we do and this is how we act. And they're hopefully getting that lesson. So that's great. Yeah. And they're going to screw it up too. They're going to make stupid, <laughs> they're going to make mistakes. They're just going to do dumb things because you know, I, I was, 18 once too, and I did dumb things. That's just the way that it works. It's just that you know, thousands of people weren't able to see my dumb things because there was no social media. So, and then, so we we just have to realize that it's okay. They make mistakes. It's going to be okay. Allow them to fix their mistake if they make a mistake. Right. Okay. So we talked about intentionality. Let's go into opening doors. What are, what do you mean by that? Opening doors. Yes. The thing that we need to understand about schools is that. One of the biggest problems that I have with schools is that not a lot of people know what happens in schools. So when not a lot of people know what happens in schools, then they make up what happens in schools based on what happened to them 25 years ago. And they were still jacked up about something that happened in school. And they'll tell that story over and over and over again. So unless you open the doors and be transparent to the work that's happening, you lay victim to everybody else's narrative about what happened to them 25 years ago. And that's not fair because our people are killing it. And so if they're doing some incredible things, why should they be why should they have the same story as somebody 25 years ago who wouldn't let some who wouldn't let a kid get up because, you know, they had to lecture to him the whole time or whatever. You know, that's that's not fair. Right. And and so with that, um, like you, you said, you have to change that story because that's the story in their head um, that they're telling themselves is happening. OK, absolutely. What about um, like you talked about, like. Go crickets. Um, something about like a message has to be simple or repeatable. What, what's the criteria again for like a mission statement or a message? Yeah. For the one thing that we tell people about 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 the message, whatever the message is, make sure that it's simple, unique, and repeatable. Because if it's simple, unique, and repeatable, then anybody can talk about it. Either if they're five or eighty-five, it doesn't matter. They can talk about it over and over again because it's simple, unique, and repeatable. And that's what we want. We want everybody to have access to be able to do it as much as they can or however they want, whenever they want without having to think about it too much. Okay. So what's, what's, is that go crickets? Is that your, I mean, that's your hashtag and everything, but is that your mission statement for your, for your district? No, the mission statement is that we're a community that works, learns and succeeds together The you know, but everything kind of falls back to go crickets. And so when you have people that have, that are saying go crickets or that are, you know, investing in that, 
that language or whatever, then now you have an opportunity for them to really kind of move the message forward. And that's a big deal because when they can do that, then it changes the conversation about what you do. So we just try to be in people's feed. We try to be in people's mind, you know, in people's thought process. And that simple, unique, repeatable message made it easier for us. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. So then, um, I know you're a sports guy, uh, as we just found out, you're a big Packers fan and not a fan of the Cowboys. I am. Um, do you, you, it's not that I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. I think they're adorable. I mean, from time to time, you know, I mean, it's been, it's been like late nineties. I mean, let's be serious about what's happening here, but I think they're adorable. Adorable. That's that's cute. (laughs) Um, someone told me you, you have a way of making, I guess, like new hires or subs or someone like feel like professional athletes. So could you tell us about that? Yes. Yeah, so what we do is we when we get hired here, we treat it like you got drafted by a professional team. So like we do the press conference, we give away the T-shirt, you know, do the whole picture thing and that kind of thing. So and that's been really fun because now we've got now that that goes out to everybody in the community and and, you know, the people see it before the, before you show up. And, you know, and we give people gear, we give them a bunch of stuff because we want people to feel like they are part of the conversation. And, you know, we give we give not only them gear, but we give their um, you know, we give their spouse gear or, you know, or their kids or whatever, because we want everybody to walk to the game feeling like they, they belong. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. That's really awesome. Does that also mean you have these, these shirts retired and hung in the rafters when, uh, when somebody, uh, has worked for you for 20, yeah. 30 years and they're part I love that idea. Actually, that's <laughs> a bad, great right? idea. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Like to take one of their vintage shirts yeah. and hang it up. I love that idea. That's a great idea. Yes, the retirement. I love it. That that would be fun. We have a we have a principal retiring this year. He's actually an alumnus. There you go. So if I could get a hold of like his his, his jersey and hang his jersey somewhere, you know, maybe like I don't know, in the office or something, that would be really fun. Great yeah. idea. I love it. Absolutely. Oh, you're just full of great ideas. <laughs> Um, and right. so, okay, so we talked about being intentional, opening doors, and you said um, build each other up. What is that? What does that mean? What does that look like? Yes. What it looks like for us is that, you know, you a lot of times leaders try to do this work alone. And when they do the work alone, they start like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to move. We're going to move. We're going to move. We're going to move. And then you look behind you and like nobody's following you. Right. Hmm. So the thing about building each other up is you can't do this work alone. And so what we try to get people to do is think about how are you building capacity to lead as as opposed to trying to lead in isolation. And a lot of people try to lead in isolation because they're afraid that if their name is attached to it, they got to have control of it. And that's not the case at all. And it took me about, let's see, I've been doing this for, holy cow, I've been leading in a school for 15 years. It probably took me about 14 years to figure that out. But, <laughs> that you know, maybe 12. But it's just like the idea is that the more people that can be, get invested in the process, the better chance you have to move the whole thing forward. Okay. Yeah, I I definitely see what you're talking about. Where it's like people are like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, and then they turn around. No one's no one's behind them. That's definitely nobody's there, right? Yeah. And they think they're leading. They're leading them with a committee of one. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So, so you told us a little bit about your your uh, one minute one minute and a half uh, walkthrough videos you do. Uh, and first of all, we'll yep. include those in our in our show notes. So everybody can find those because we we've watched a couple of them. They are they're great. Oh, uh, I love them. Oh, can, thanks. Can you tell yeah, us thanks. how that started? Where did, was that just kind of like, I uh, just need to kill this time on the on the way in, or how did no, you kick I that actually off? Actually, it started because well, I, I we had had a uh, um, 
a, what do you call it, like a, uh, a partnership with a group. And what they were, they were looking for some of the stuff like, you know, how can we make sure that, um, you know, we were, we're, we're partnering with this group to talk about some of the stuff that we're doing, right? So mm-hmm. we do something for them and they do something for us. And I told them that I would make a video for them a month to talk about leadership. And then they would give us their service for a reduced rate or whatever. And so we were doing that. And then it just turned into like, oh, man, I, these are kind of fun. And then I started doing them every week and then people started to really like them. And I thought, well, I guess I got to keep doing them. So I started just talking and some weeks I have stuff to say and some weeks I don't. And so I don't, everything's authentic. And at the same time, just like, you know, I just think about what I'm, you know, I usually go to work on a Saturday morning for a little while just because I want to clear my head and because nobody's here. And so in doing that, I just talk about what we're thinking about and that's really about it. Do we also get to catch your uh, your raw emotions about walking through the snow sometimes in these videos? I'm assuming. Yeah, sometimes. And like <laughs> there are times coming up where it's going to be 40 below and you won't see a one minute walk to work video. <laughs> and the other thing is I'm not really into exercise. So I'm thinking about actually getting like a scooter, like an electric scooter to go from my house, which is across the street from school. There are times that I drive to work. That's really not a good thing to say out loud, but it's true. <laughs> I drive to work. There was last, like in the fall, I was driving to work and I drove to the other side of the building to park my car. And I actually parked the car farther away from the building than if I would have just left it at home. But at that point, I was committed. So that's happening. <laughs> well, just promise us you'll be careful when these converge over to a 60 second scooter video uh, on, yeah. on your way in. I'll see what I can do. But I'm going to get that scooter and I'm going to paint it with a go crickets. It's going to have go crickets all over it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, the, actually, those uh, those rent rent to scooters yeah. or whatever they, those are causing some problems in some major cities because people just lie leave them lying around in the sidewalk or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. So right, we yeah. have them littering the streets. Yeah, we, yeah. We, well, we don't want that. That's a big piece of trash to pick up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. all, all stood true. All yeah, true. Um, and then you had said something in our in our earlier meeting that you said the right work done more. I I didn't write anything else down. I just wrote the right work done more. What did you mean by that? So when the thing about being intentional, opening doors and building each other up is like, you know, it's more work to do that is 100 percent more work to do that than just go to your classroom, go to your space, do your work and get out. But when we think about it as the right work done more, if it's the right work done more, it makes it easier to go and do that work because you feel some, you know, you you get some, you know, um, things come back to you when it comes to that work. Right. So we talk a lot about three things here. Recognize, acknowledge, extend. How do you recognize the great things that your colleagues are doing? How do you acknowledge it to those colleagues that they're doing great things? And then how do you extend the conversation to somebody who wasn't there so they know that the great things are happening? That's more work, but Mm -hmm. it's the right work done more because it develops a culture where your story has value. And if your story has value, you're going to talk about it. That's awesome. I like that. Recognize, acknowledge, and extend. Those are the three. Correct. Okay. Yep. I like Recognize that. the work, acknowledge the work to the person, then extend the conversation to somebody who wasn't there so they know that the great work is happening across the building. What's the hardest part of that? Because inev- inevitably, inevitably what happens is the person that you extend the conversation to will go and talk to the person that's doing the great work and tell them that they're doing the great work because somebody did it for them at some point. Mm. And if somebody did it for them, now you've created this culture where story has value. That's the big thing is make sure the story has value and more people will talk about it. What, what, what do you think the hardest part is the hardest part of those three? Do you think it's extending it once the, the work's no, been acknowledged? No, actually that's the easiest, that's really? the easiest by far. The hardest one is recognizing because mm. a lot of us walk through hallways just trying to get to the next thing. 
hmm. and not recognizing what's going on around us because we're not intentional about recognizing it. We just try to get from one office to the next, one classroom to the next, one activity to the next. And until we recognize or put our mind in a place where we recognize the great things, we're stuck in getting to the next thing without thinking about what's actually happening around us. All right. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, it makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, final three questions we ask every guest, and we've kind Make of we've kind of modified the first one for you. I th I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So if the fall go creep... crickets, yeah, first answer is go crickets. <laughs> well, well, it's funny second you say that. Second one is Packers, and third, no, okay, go ahead, go ahead, bring it I, on. I got you. Go. I love it. I love that you said that. I was like, so the the first one is if your Fall Creek district were a fictional character or celebrity, who would it be and why? Uh, it would be, well, it wouldn't be a cricket. It would actually be a sleeping giant because the things that are happening around here are so incredible. Not a lot of, not, not as many people know about them as they should. The people in this world that don't know what's happening in this place are missing out. They are completely missing out. Our people are crushing it. It is a sleeping giant. The next level to the next iteration of us telling stories on a global scale is going to be crazy incredible. That's awesome. A sleeping giant. It's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next question is, and this doesn't have to be uh, education-specific by any means, um, but if there was one thing in the world that you could uninvent, what would that be and why? Snow? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's an invention. <laughs> that's that, yeah, wind chill. Let's see, if I could uninvent, man, if I could uninvent... Uh, man, I would uninvent judgment. Hmm. I would like people walk around and judge and judge and judge and judge. And when they judge, they, they have a pre, you know preconceived notion about you, but they also don't allow themselves to enjoy the world that they live in. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking though, like judgment can be positive and negative because some people like see your stuff on social media and they judge it to be positive and they judge it to share it. So, like, I see, what, I see what you're saying, that, yes, like, it's negative because they judge and judge and judge, but they have no idea of the amazing things, and they're closing themselves off. But I, I guess I see judgment as, like, a double-edged sword. That's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah, I, I can think that there's, like, I think there's a difference between judgment and acknowledgement in that area. Like, okay. they, they can look at something and acknowledge you're doing great work, but when mm -hmm. they judge it negatively, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they just, like, feel like they know it and they don't know it. Right, yeah. Assuming that but they I know. I totally understand where you're coming yeah. from, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Great. Please. Well, then, uh, uh, other than go crickets, of course, uh, is there any other general life advice you'd like to uh, to share with our, our listeners? Absolutely. Never give up the opportunity to say something great about your school. Ever, ever in life, ever. Never give up the opportunity to say something great about the people that you work with, the the, the environment that you created, and the opportunity that you present for kids. Because the people in this building change lives on a daily basis, and that needs to be talked about. That's, That's really awesome. good advice. Yeah. Um, I, this isn't one of our three questions, but I'm just curious. Were you ever uh, a coach at any point in your life? <laughs> yeah, I was. Okay. Just to I, what, coached, the... uh, I, I coached pickleball. I'm what? totally kidding. I coached, uh, I coached basketball <laughs> and I coached, I coached golf for a little bit. But yeah, I've been, I've been, but I think the thing is the people that have impacted me the most have been the people that have been willing to give me an opportunity to lead. And a lot of times those were coaches when I was playing and, and when I was coaching. So. No, I asked that question because the way you talk is very inspiring and it reminds me of the way like some of my best coaches 
like talked to me and it was like, yeah, like I'm all fired up, you know, like, so that's, that's great. Right. And that's, yeah. it's a skill set that's translated over very well to your work. So that's great. I appreciate it. Thank the, you. The passion that you have, not only your school, but for the people in it, uh, shines through. So you should be proud of that for sure. Good. Good. I, I love it. I'll tell you when I tell somebody asked me about the vision that I have moving forward, I'm like, I don't have a vision. I don't have, it's not, not mine. It's yours, but I can tell you my hope. And my hope is that my hope for them, when I talked to them, I said, my hope for you is that you feel the way that I feel when I talk about you. Cause if you hmm. feel the way that I feel when I talk about you, you're going to win every day. Cause I can't wait to talk about the great things that you do. So we just keep that in the back of my mind all the time. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, same for me. Th thanks for taking the time. I truly appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the rest of the year. And go crickets. <laughs> go crickets. Go Titans. Joe, thank you so much. We'll see you guys later. Thank you so much, sir. Take care. Have bye a bye. good one, guys. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Bolt Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Bolt Pod for episode updates or reach out to us at thebolt at trinitybasin.net. As always, do more, expect more, and be more.